Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Wednesdays with Wheels. It's your favorite friend on Wednesdays. Coming to you a little bit earlier because I've got, uh, I didn't get to do Valentine's Day yesterday, and uh, I hear my guests didn't get to do Valentine's Day yesterday either, so we're going to jump into all of that as well. Melody from the Brother We Show is with us, but first I want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Make Your Mark Home Renovations. If you have anything that needs to be done around your house, maybe the kitchen cabinets need to be updated, maybe the floors are a little bit old and they need to be redone, Little, little, add a little sparkle back to the house, uh, you need to call my good friend Mark Schneider over at Make Your Mark Home Renovations. He's on every job. He's the guy that's doing the work for you, and he does great work. I'm telling you, after you have him do the work, it's going to look like you won the Mega Millions. It's going to look like you are the millionaire. So give Mark a call over at 585-613-6598. That's Make Your Mark Home Renovations. Melody, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you too, Wheels. It's uh, it's, Wednesday. a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, so I want to jump right into it. First of all, let's talk about for anybody who maybe didn't hear the radio show today. You had Valentine's Day plans yesterday. You were going to go see Beetlejuice, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, it didn't happen. And so tell us what happened. How'd your, how'd your Valentine's Day get ruined? Uh so instead of seeing Beetlejuice, um, I got to see a lot of my uh, bathroom door being slammed as my poor fiance was stuck in the bathroom all night. Uh, 30 minutes before we were about to leave, he was like, hey, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. You keep getting ready. Don't worry about it. 45 minutes goes by. We should have already left. And I go to check on him and he goes, I don't think I can come out. He goes, it's going to be a long night. Oh, boy. So he somehow gave himself food poisoning. He says it was bad milk. I think it was too many spicy chips because he is the poster child for IBS. Uh, but either way, it ended up with him spending all night uh, making love to the toilet and me making love to my bed. Well, that's, he's going to have, he's got some making up to do to you then, Melody. He's got some making up to do to you. He absolutely does. Now, I met uh, your fiance. It it uh, it surprises me how tall he is. How tall is he? He's 6'8". Six, 6'8". Eight. Six, eight. Six, well, you, you know, I need to bring him over here so he can reach things for the top shelf for me. That's honestly, that's why I keep him around half the time when he does dumb things like this. Is because I'm only 5'2". He's got a good foot and a half on me. And I don't have to reach anything in our house. There you go. So, Melody, I want to know. I want to talk a little bit about radio. Because you and I are both very passionate about radio. How did you get started in radio? And where did your love of radio come from? So, my love of radio started with growing up in Syracuse, New York. Uh, my mom did radio in high school at a station called Z89, which is the Syracuse College radio station. Uh, she was a cute girl that they would let come in and host sometimes, even though she was not supposed to. And uh, she, to this day, is counted as their unofficial alumni. Uh, 
So when I got to college and I went to Syracuse, I was like, I want to join the radio station my mom was at. This is going to be great. And I just thought it was going to be a part-time thing for me to just have a fun time on air and hang out with my friends. And little did I know it was going to become my whole life. Yeah. And what, when you got into radio, what, 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 cause there's many, I don't know if uh, many people know this, but there's many different aspects of radio. So there's not just the on-air personalities. There's all kinds of different things that happen to radio. What drew you towards wanting to be on air? Was there a specific, because I know you started in top 40, right? That's originally where you started. Yes, I did. I did top 40 for five years, actually. Yeah. And it, so it's a big difference coming over to the to the Wii show, right? Yes. Um, for example, 99.9% .9 of the things that Wii says uh, could never be said on a top 40s radio station. And the first time that I ever came in here to cover for Dale and watch him do a shift, I nearly poked myself because huh. huh. I heard we, I heard we say bitch. And I literally, I ran to the dump button as fast as I could. And Dale goes, no, 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 you're good. You're good. You don't have to hit it. And that right. was the whole show was every three seconds me trying to hit the dump button. Right. We, we, we do, we do break the norms from what you probably were taught at Syracuse university. Right. I mean, yeah. they, yeah. Uh, it's interesting to me also, I had this experience that I've been doing radio with Wheeze for about uh, eight years, I think somewhere around there, eight, nine years. Uh, it's, oh, did you ever have a moment because you're very, what's very good about you and you fit in very good with the Wee show, in my opinion is you, nothing is off limits with you. There are, there are moments where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe she just said that, but there it is. Have there been moments like there were for me in the beginning when my I would come home or I would get a phone call from maybe my mom or my dad and they'd be like, did you really talk about that on the radio? Are there those moments for you? Has anybody said to you, maybe you should tone it back a little bit? Oh, every day. Every single day. Uh, I have been told to tone it down. And the thing is, as soon as I saw how far we could go at 95.1, I wanted to run with it because I had been held into such a cookie cutter box of just talking about pop culture and entertainment for five years. And then I moved to an alt rock station where it was just like dad jokes and beer and jokes about poop. And then here's not too much different, but this is a whole different world from my original experience that I knew that I wanted to make a mark. And I told Weez, I was like, you can ask me about anything. I was like, if I have an honest answer, I will give it. Right. <laughs> I, I, I admire that about you because when I came onto radio, that was sort of the, sort of the same thing for me. Uh, <clears throat> I never hid from the wheelchair. Like, you know, I, I tell the wheelchair jokes and, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you've experienced this yet, and we'll talk about this a little bit. But have you experienced any haters yet, Melody? Have you have you reached the world of uh, uh, Do you get any negative comments online? I I do all the uh, all the time. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. I get a lot of people that say that my voice is annoying, which if it is, I'm sorry. I can't exactly change that. Right. 
Um, I happen to think it's wonderful, and so do a lot of people. Uh, but some people find that annoying. They find my personality annoying. There's somebody that's going to hate everything, and I just kind of come to accept that. It is. It is very true. Uh, I I get comments from people all the time that I'm only on the show because I'm in the wheelchair. And I say to them all the time, listen, I am, I, that's how I started out on the show because I told funny stories about being in the wheelchair, or maybe getting too drunk one night and falling out of the wheelchair. I told those funny stories, but eight years into this now, you got to be doing something other than telling uh, those kind of stories in order to stay on the radio. Uh, what, 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 Tell me one thing that surprised you because Weez has been in the in the radio business forever. And so were you familiar with Weez before you started working on the show? I was not. You were not? Surprisingly, and I know this is getting recorded and it's podcasted, but don't tell him this. Um, so this is a secret to everyone listening. Uh, I did not know who he was. Um, and that would, uh, probably hurt him because it was also the same year that I met him was the year he was getting inducted to the radio hall of fame. Right. Uh, but I knew a lot of other big broadcasters in Rochester and across the com uh, the country. I have a lot of friends that are older that work at iHeart across the country that I met through my college radio station. Um, right. And when I told them, I was like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, starting and helping out with this morning show. His name is Brother Weeze. They were like, the Brother Weeze. And I was like, is he important? And they were like, the most important. <laughs> he, he would probably be blushing if he heard us talking like that about him. But so I'm interested to know, what was your first impression of Brother Weeze? What, what was your first takeaway of, of Brother Weeze and, and the... The show where you're like, what are they throwing me into? Or was was this something you were really excited about? I was really excited, but absolutely terrified. Okay. Uh, because before that, I had been just doing news for about a year. So I went from conservative news to the Brother We show. And it was like an entire switch had been flipped. And right. the whole world was on its upside down on its end and it felt like hurting cats because i don't know if you've noticed um you can't exactly tell wheeze when to break no no he if he wants to go past the break sign he'll go past the break sign yes sometimes yeah. by by two three five fifteen minutes um and so when i first started and i was getting told that i had these exact times that i had to break at I was having like panic attacks because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get fired because he doesn't trust me enough to break when I say it. Right. It's interesting. I don't know if Deanna's ever told you this story. Uh, she's told it on the air several times and it's a little bit uh, uh, of what you're saying, but she's told it on the air on the Wee show, how she got the call that she was going to be on with Wee's. And the first person she called was her mother. And she said, how can I do radio I've never done radio like this, and now I'm going to be on the radio with a guy who who talks about vaginas and and all of that kind of stuff. So it is it is interesting. Do you have you have been how long have you been with us? It's been over a year, right? Yes, I am actually just passing the one year mark. Well, congratulations for that. Do you have a favorite moment? Uh, there's there's a lot of really good ones. 
I would say the, can I give you my top three? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Wee's Lysoling Stevie Nicks. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely my fave. Um, trying to explain to Wee's the fact that my friend died and him then going and making it into an entire set. That he made fun of the fact that my friend died. Which <laughs> okay, I don't mean to laugh, horrible. but I don't remember that. Sounds horrible without context. Right. But the, the entire day, he had been saying that people go and say, you know, I'm sorry for your loss when people don't actually know people that have passed. Right. And he's like, you, you're, you're way too young to have somebody that passed. And I was like, actually, my best friend passed when I was in high school. Right. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> and just everyone cracked up because he had just been saying everybody was a dick for doing that. Right, exactly. Exactly. Uh probably those two and the first time that I exposed Weeze to one of my chicken stories. Yeah. Because he did not he got into a huge fight with me about whether or not chickens are pets. And I had to show I showed him pictures of all my chickens. And I was like, this is this one. And this is Hootie. And this is uh, Kiwi. And I sh I was naming them all. And he's like, there's no way they all have names. And I was like, they do. They know tricks, too. How many? I, this is the other thing that is so interesting to me about you, Melody. I, and I really I really enjoy it is that you are like, you know, a little bit about everything. Where, where does your, where do you do a lot of reading? Where does your knowledge of all these subjects come from? So, um, my college experience was weird. I went in originally under, I wanted to go to Cornell instead of Syracuse for pre-vet. So okay. I always had a ton of animal knowledge just packed in there. That and being raised on a farm, like just adds all in. Okay. I switched to pre-med at Syracuse. So that explains all of the biology and health stuff. Okay. I have degrees in psychology, English, biology, and LGBT studies because a bitch got four degrees. And so because, and I just read a lot. So I literally just know a little bit about everything. I am the definition of jack of all trades, master of none. I like it. You really are. And the, uh, so what 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 would you say is one of your favorite topics besides the animals and 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 all of that? What 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 what's one thing that people wouldn't know that are listening to this podcast and listen to the We Show all the time? What is one thing that they wouldn't know that you're very passionate about? Oh, I I love anime. I love anime so much. Okay, so let's can we break that down a little bit? Because yeah. I, I I dated a girl for a little bit whose daughter was big into the cosplay and the anime. And I have even been to an anime store and like the books that they had, the anime books. Explain to people, because I'm not going to do it justice. When you read an anime book, it's written, it's written differently, right? Yes. So if you think of like a comic book, Right. That's kind of how an anime book is called a manga. Okay. And they're kind of like comic books. Think of how you have a picture and the words are around it. Okay. The difference is a manga, you read it backwards because in Japan, they don't read from left to right. They read from right to left. So when you pick up a book and you go to open it the normal way we would, you're at the end of the book. Okay. And it says, please turn me around. 
and it literally judges you. It's like you're stupid. And what 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 is it about anime that you love so much? I like how it goes beyond a lot of things that American animation does. Like it touches a lot of fantasy topics. It goes into it'll have repetitive themes like how we have we have rom-coms that have uh, you know the same plot over and over and over again. That'll be a big thing in animes. A lot of anime animes will have the same basic plot, mm-hmm. but it's how the characters develop through it and the voice acting behind it is really the beauty of it. Because no. in America, we only have a couple like really big voice actors, and in Japan, it's really diverse. Interesting. Do you do the whole cosplay? Is that something that you're into? Do you do that as well? I do. That uh, so that I've never I've never been to a cosplay uh, convention. Uh, I've been outside of one because uh, we dropped my ex girlfriend's daughter off to one, and it's very interest interesting to me because you see all different all different walks of life. Uh, tell the people out there what kind of stuff they can see. May, they might see when they go to a cosplay convention. If you went to uh, a con of any kind, you could see everything from people dressed up like superheroes to people dressed in full transformer costumes. Like met, like the full metal is made out of the costume. There's people that have weapons that they've made by hand. A lot of work goes into these costumes. You'll find people that are barely wearing anything. Um, because that's a big, that's a big thing is like mostly, mostly naked cosplays. The skimpier you can make it, usually the more money people make. Um, and a lot of anime characters are already kind of like skimpier dressed. So that works out for a I was going to say, while. the little bit of anime that I've seen, it seems to be, it's, it's more on the risque end of things. That's, you, you were probably watching what they call hentai. Okay. Is, uh, essentially porn. Oh, all right. Well, I didn't even know I was watching it. I think it was on, like, I came across it on, like, Adult Swim or something one night. It was probably that. Yeah. Very interesting. I also wanted to talk to you about, you have another thing that I admire you for. There's a lot of things that I admire you for, but this I really admire you for. You have a great confidence about you, Melody. You really do. And so... if we could dive into that for just a little bit, because I'm I'm quite interested to know, like, was that something you've always had, or or is it something that, as you've gotten older, has developed? It's definitely something that I had when I was really little, and then I lost, and I've been taking the last couple of years to come back into. Um, I was bullied relentlessly in middle school. Okay. Um. For the weirdest reason. Uh, I got boobs before other people. Okay. And that got me bullied. Yeah, well, probably because in middle school, boys uh, don't know how much they might like them as they get older. And so I became really reserved. I wouldn't speak out. And when I got to high school, I dove into theater. And I still could be confident when I was playing a character but I couldn't be confident being myself. Interesting. 
And so when I started radio, I started putting on this radio personality that I would just call like the better melody. And I realized that the better melody was just myself, but more confident. Like I didn't go, I didn't put myself down. I didn't make jokes about wanting to die. I didn't go and call myself horrible names and I didn't get mad at myself for messing up. Now that's not to say that I don't still do those things sometimes, but I try to go and push all of that aside and remember that that's not what my mom would want for me. My mom would want me to be proud of myself. It, it is very interesting. You brought up because I now hearing you talk about that and I didn't think this interview was going to go in this direction, but it's, it's interesting because I'm hearing a lot of myself in what you're saying. And it's very interesting that it's a lot easier for me to say things with this barrier in front of me, which we call a microphone, right? I can say things into this microphone that I would never think about saying uh, out in in public. Uh, you know, I, I can be kind of flirtatious in front of the microphone, but when I'm out in public, I kind of stick my head in the sand and and you wouldn't know it. So it's very interesting that I think some people think of, I could never do radio because I have to talk. Where you and I find a freedom with radio that we don't have maybe on the outside world. Am I far off in that? No, you're completely right. It's yeah. absolutely freeing. Yeah, yeah. Other than you have to worry about what your your uh, parents might hear every now and then, right? Yeah. That's the worst, especially because my dad listens every day. Yeah. What? It, well, you do have to tell me. You told the story on the radio, and I, I want we want to talk. Was it your dad that was going to take you to your first strip club? It was my dad that was going to take me to my first strip club. It was originally going to be my mom, and then my dad came in, and he was like, "No, no, no! I'm going to take the girl to her strip club. If she wants to go to a strip club, we're going to do a strip club the right way." And apparently that means not at all. So you didn't go. I didn't get to go. You didn't get. So you're still waiting to go. Or have you been? So I have not been to a strip club at this point out of pure spite. That is one thing about me is that I'm very confident and I'm super spiteful. And I will hold silly grudges about a lot of things. And so I told my dad that because of him, I'm not going to go to a strip club until he takes me. So you want to go with your dad? I just want him to pay for it. He was supposed to pay for it. I was supposed to get a lap dance and go through the whole thing that he offered my brother. All right. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have four. Four. I have one brother who's directly in the middle and one sister who's in between me and him. And then two younger sisters that are 10 and 14. Now, do they find it cool that you're on the radio? You're younger siblings do they do they do they think you're somewhat famous uh the younger ones they think it's cool when i was when i was on other stations i would get to have things where we would need a child after every once in a while and so i would be like i have a child here's a child and i would get to put little clippets of them on the air and they would love that and they'd be like i'm famous (laughs) um but my my brother and sister that are in their 20s uh, they think it's they think it's really lame. Honestly, <laughs> they do. <laughs> they just think it's a job, right? Well, it's not even that. 
one of my sister Kaylee, who is the the second born in the line, she okay. tells me she goes, I can't listen to you on the air. She goes, you sound ridiculous. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because I know who you are. And I know that all of the stuff that you're saying is true. But I know that there's other people listening out there that don't know you. And she's like, I had to grow up with you. There are sometimes, Melody, I will say, there are sometimes that I think to myself, that can't be true. That cannot be true. Like, it's just got to be like, it's got to be like a radio shtick. But the more I'm getting to know you, the more I'm finding out that this stuff is 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 quite true. Regrettably, almost I would say 99.9% of the stuff I've said on the air is true. Is radio something you would like to continue with? Yes. Yeah. I I love radio and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Where do you see I always like to ask people this. Where do you see your, where do you hope to see yourself maybe in five, six, seven years down the road? Hopefully, uh, owning a house. Okay. Making, getting married, right? Well, you're getting married. getting married. That's cool. We are actually, we're going to go to the court and get the paperwork signed on our anniversary. When's um, the anniversary? It's April, uh, April 8th. All right, so it's coming up here. It, it is too far up. away. And then later we will we'll have an actual wedding, but it's just it's too expensive to have a real wedding, and we keep pushing it back because we I were could do it before COVID. I could see that wedding being very fun and very unique. I, I have a feeling you have a a Pinterest board all set up with things that you're ready to you're ready to do, aren't you? Oh yeah, we're gonna have a Halloween wedding. Halloween wedding. Yes. All right. It's, all right. We've already got ideas for it. We're just trying to figure out the exact way to get it happening. But all I've right. been collecting things for this wedding for about three years now. So a good amount of my apartment is just about six tubs worth of wedding stuff that I've just miraculously accumulated. All and my right. fiance is like, do we really need all this? And I'm like, we absolutely do. We absolutely do. You're just coming along for the ride, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing everything else. You're just coming along for the ride. He doesn't know where we're going, but he's happy to be here. There you go. So I interrupted you though. So you're getting your want a want a house, but anything with would you would you someday like to maybe have your own show, your own podcast? What what kind of things in the radio field do you see yourself maybe doing? So I mean, ideally, I would love to have my own show. I've been thinking about starting a podcast. I have an idea for it. I have a couple people picked out as co-hosts that we're just trying to get schedules locked down. It's more so just the sustainability of it. Right. Um, you should know it's it's hard to get people to lock down to a time frame. Oh it's my really God, it's the worst. The, the actual, this part of the podcast is fun, right? What we're doing here is fun. Yeah. Like, because I'm so interested in people. Right. So I'm very interested in people, what makes them tick, what what their interests are, all that kind of stuff. The toughest part is finding guests all the time. And and when I, I just told the story, you'll get a kick out of this. I just told the I posted on Facebook the other day. You remember the Ozzy Osbourne, the all female tribute uh, band we had on the yeah, radio? Savage. Yes. So I reached out to them because I figured I could do a longer form interview on the podcast and I, I thought it would be quite interesting 
interesting. And I got turned down by a Ozzy Osbourne uh, all-female tribute band. Oh, Yeah, so just when you think you made it, <laughs> you quickly get brought back to reality, uh, Melody. That, that happened, so I understand your pain. What kind? What did? What's the format of the podcast? The format will be more of a like instead of a interview type podcast, it'll be more of a like general daily life debriefing on just everything that's going on in the world. I kind of, of I kind of like that. It's something that I've always wanted to do myself. But again, like you're saying, getting everybody in a room all at once. That's the kind of podcast you can't really do just on your own, right? Yeah. You got to be able to bounce ideas off of people. It's definitely, it would be essentially a morning show as a podcast. Yeah. And then, of course, the great thing with podcasting is there's no rules, right? I mean, there's really no rules. I mean, you could say whatever you want and, and you don't have to worry about hitting the dump button. I know. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I still want to hit the dump button. But. Yeah, well, because you you get used to the whole radio thing, right? Where we can't say these words and we can't say this, so you get used to that and sort of trained in that way. And then when you get to a a medium where you don't have those restrictions, you're like, "But wait a minute, I still can't say that." But you can. What 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 is one thing? Tell people one thing that haven't been in radio. What is one thing that I'll go first? Uh, what is one thing about radio that is is exciting for you? And for me, it's that every Friday morning when I'm on with you guys, it's always something new, right? You never know what you're going to get. What is, what What is one thing for you that keeps being able to get up at, I don't even, what time do you get to the studio, by the way? Uh, I get here at the latest 5.15. 5.15. And yep. by the way, I'm I'm pretty sure most people know this, but you don't drive. I do not. I don't drive either. I don't drive either. So we have another little thing, something in common there. So how do you get to the studio at five fifteen in the morning? Tools picks me up. Wait, tools picks you up? Tools picks me up every day. I had no idea. Yeah. So I no I, I bring tools snacks and tools picks me up. That we have is a little the- arrangement. That has to be quite the interesting conversation on the way into the. We have the same conversation every morning, almost word for word. I get in the car. He says, how are you, Melody M? I tell him how I am. And he goes, how was your night? How did you sleep? And I explain. He says the same thing back to me. And then he'll go, oh, fatigue is a factor, Melody. And that is almost every morning, word for word. Yeah. How we drive to the station. Yeah, that's awesome. Tools is a great guy. I love Tools. I love him so much. I love Tools. Are you a sports fan? I am not. I know nothing about sports. And then he's got all this information about sports. Yeah, yeah. He's like the jack of all trades with sports. He literally is. I've been helping him and Dale out with their show this last week. Okay. Anytime they go to talk to sports stuff, eventually Tools will try to throw it to me so that I can get on a little bit. And I'm like, I don't even know what sport you're talking about. No interest whatsoever. None. We got to get you into sports, Melanie. We got to we gotta get you into football or something. Something. No? 
All right. And the closest I have is I like Syracuse basketball, and that's just because I like Syracuse. Well, I was gonna say you have to you have to like Syracuse basketball, right? You went to Syracuse University. You yeah. don't like Syracuse basketball. Something's wrong. Yeah, I went to Syracuse and grew up in Syracuse, and I went to one basketball game the whole time I was there, and I left after the first quarter, third of it. I don't know what it's broken up into. Okay. What what is is it like, because now you've been on the radio with us for like a little over a year now, so what what is it like now that people kind of know who you are, right? I I know you've talked about this a little bit on the air with us, then now people message you on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So what it what because I know what it was like for me the first time. What what what, what what's it like for you now? Uh, I get two types of messages. Typically, I get people that are either like, "Hey, I heard you on the Wee Show. It's so nice to have you there. You bring a light of fresh air. Really like buttering me up. Super nice." Or I get people. And by people, I mean 99% of the time men that are like, hey there, you're hot. Do you want to see my dick? Oh, wow. They are that brave. Yeah. I mean, I told Weeze about it. And we actually talked about it a couple weeks ago. But a guy wrote me um, asking, wrote me on Facebook where I'm publicly engaged, asking if he could meet me to hook up. And then a separate guy wrote me on Twitter uh, asking if he could find my OnlyFans, which I don't have. And then I clicked on his profile and it was all scat porn. Oh, scat porn. And that's, is that what I think it is, Melody? Poop. That's poop. Yeah. Quite, quite interesting. Yeah. Quite I don't know what made him think that, that I was something that that was going to be. I so don't know. you, you've had, you've had a, you've had a, an interesting experience with that then. Yeah. Does does that does that make you wanna like shy away from social media a little bit? What does that what does that make you like I, I think I'd be scared if I was you? Honestly, it makes me want to do it more. All right. Because there's nothing funnier than making fun of thirsty people on the internet. All right. I like it. If people like- are, are willing to go and send me penis pictures. I, I literally tweeted out, I said, you cannot go and text your genitals to a radio set, station and not expect your schmeckle to get heckled. That's a good point. That is a good point. That's why I would never do it. That's why I would never do it. And I don't understand people that do. Well, Melody, I don't know what, what happened here, but I'm getting a notice from Facebook that we're no longer live. So I don't know if I don't know what we what we did. This happened to me a few weeks ago too. I have a feeling I have one of my trolls that is trolling me and maybe reporting me to Facebook. So this interview will still be out there. Most people got to see 96% of it. The rest of it they can catch on the iHeartRadio app and Spotify and everywhere else. And uh, I'll go complain to Facebook and then they'll give it back to me and Realizing that we weren't doing what somebody reported me for doing. Can and I what did they report you for? I'm I'm assuming I haven't read the thing yet, but I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing that it was last time, which was uh nudity. <laughs> uh which is nudity. So and I don't even I don't even like to look at myself naked, so I don't know why I would be doing it. Uh, 
the face with a book, but here we here we are. Here we are. So, Melody M, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you. I know the listeners appreciate you, all your knowledge, your your willingness to pretty much share everything about yourself and everything that you know. Uh, I asked about your family. I'll ask you this one last question. Does your boyfriend ever say anything to you? Oh, he loves everything I talk about on the air. Oh, all right. He, he thinks it's so funny. He'll listen back to the segments and he's like, you were so good on air today. And I'm like, thank you. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. That um, is awesome. Is it cool before we wrap? Can I drop my social media tags? Absolutely. Go ahead. Um, if anyone wants to find me, please not on Facebook because my family is. Oh, I think you froze up, Melody. M-E-M-M. Hold on. Do that again because you froze up. So I'm going to let you do it again. Okay. So please don't contact me on Facebook. Uh, but you can contact me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm about to make my Instagram public this weekend. Uh, my tw Twitter and my Instagram are Melody. So M-E-L-O-D-Y, the letter A, and then E-M-M. Okay. That's how you can reach uh, the fabulous Melody M. And you can hear her every weekday morning with Brother Louise on Radio 95.1. iHeartRadio from 6 until 9 a.m. And uh, she'll be writing in with tools every day. And he'll ask her how she slept and, and uh, tell her fatigue is a factor. So thank you so much, Melody. We appreciate you. And I'll see you Friday. Of course, tool, or of course, wheels. You said tools, and now I've got it all up that, in my brain. Listen, I'll take tools anytime, anytime <laughs> that I can be that man with that much knowledge. I'll take it. I want to be tools too at this point. Right. Good to see you, Melody. Thank you so much for taking a little time out of your day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of Wednesdays with Wheels. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week when I have another very important guest. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye.